Well, and welcome to a super special edition of Tour Room Radio with me, Mark Knight. We have hit our 600th episode, and to celebrate this incredible milestone, we have none other than the legend himself, Mr. Carl Cox, on the show. Yes, that is right, Carl Cox. He'll be joining me right after this from Nick Fanciulli. This is First Step, the Carl Cox remix. The Tour Room family. This is Tour Room Radio. Roll kicking off the 600th edition of Tour Room Radio. That's the incredible Carl Cox remix of Nick Van Tudy's first step. And as always, thank you for joining me on the show. And man, what a big one we have got lined up for you today as we celebrate our 600th episode of Tour Room Radio. And without further ado, please may I welcome to the show a man who, in my opinion, has single-handedly done more for electronic music than anyone else on this planet. A huge inspiration to me. Mr. Carl Cox, welcome to the show. 
thank you. And, and well done on the 600 episodes. I mean, there's, there's no mean feat, I, I can tell you. I'm slowly getting the hang of it now. You'd think I'd uh, have it sussed by now, but I'm working on that. It's work in progress, mate. So how are you? Are you well? Where are you in the world right now? Yeah, I'm actually at a friend's of mine's house in Jersey. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. place, Jersey. It's absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? So, each every week on Tour Radio, we have a segment in the show called Hot Right Now. It's all about new music that's been doing the damage on the dance floor, should I say. And we ask the guest, or I play, a track that's been hammering it in my sets, you know. So, is there anything that you're playing right now, country to country, show to show, that just tears it up? What's the one track that's doing that for you? Well, at the moment, I mean, it's just come out on 23rd Century Records. Elio Rizzo is an artist and a DJ from Argentina. He's made a lot of great music over the years. Brilliant. Yeah, as, a, as a producer actually but he's done so much for electronic music as well and he's teamed up with an Italian producer called Victor and together they made this track called Soul and Trip now this track Soul and Trip really isn't anything apart from an absolute audio riot that's all I can say that. it's Batacada it's techno it's hard techno it's funky it's groovy it's my sound it may not fit everyone else's agenda when it comes to music, but this track, I guarantee, destroys the dance floors all over the world. And every time I play it, it just creates an absolute atmosphere beyond itself. Like it's almost like a carnival. So I, I really enjoy playing this record. It doesn't sound like anything else that's out there at the moment. And it's just slamming, absolutely slamming. Amazing. Okay, let's get straight into it. This brand new from Elio Risa. Touring Radio. Hot right now.
that was my pick for this week's Hot Right Now. And since it's landed in my inbox, I cannot stop playing it. This is awesome. The first lady of tour room, that's Maxine on the remix duties of Drenched Hearts from Asher and Blackheart. That really is next level stuff from Maxine. The production in that, amazing. Absolutely love it. So it's the Sound of Tour Radio with me, Mark Knight, and I'm joined here on the show by my very good friend, Carl Cox. And whilst we're on the topic of tribal music, you just sound like super tribal and percussive, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy that sound. You know, the tribal sound for me really brings everyone together. You know, if, if you've got people who sit on the fence of music, I just totally. like, just like house music. But this is like right in the middle of everything. But 100%. The drums is the thing that drives everything. And, yeah. and Danny Tanaglia being the purveyor of the tribal sound. And I just love that. And DJ Vibe as well, really, from Portugal. Loves yeah. playing that music. And at some point, the, you know, the lights out, the Steve Lawler sound was also influenced a lot by that music. And I, I kind of miss some of that, that sound. 100%, for sure. It's a funny one you say that about tribal rhythms, grooves. If you're playing at a gig and you're not sure where to pitch it, you know, especially if you're warming up and you think, where should I go? Should I go down a more soulful route? Should I go down a slightly deeper route? If you play percussive, that kind of universal language it creates of groove just connects. It's the kind of like foul say, and you're, you're totally right. I mean, we've lost a lot of that rhythm, you know, techie records have, have taken out the percussive element and it's such a shame, you know, because... For me, that's what really joined the dots back in the day for me, the Tucson Ceballos and Danny and Vibe, the underground sound of Lisbon, all of that stuff twisted. It had that groove that you, if you understand groove, you couldn't fail to connect with, could you? Yeah, and, and that was, was amazing about that that sound. And, and you know, you could play it at, at main floor, or you could play it like at a proper after party. You know, ten o'clock in the morning, and you're still going for it. Yeah, uh, totally. It's, it's the journey you could take with that, with that sound of music, which was always amazing. I mean, I, I remember being at Space in Miami. Back oh, I knew you were going to say that. Amazing, yeah. It was twenty-four hour sets, and you didn't even know what day it was coming out of that room, yeah, let yeah. alone what time it was coming out of the room. And the music it was just perfect to keep you moving. You know, it, it was totally just phenomenal times. Yeah, I mean, I, I love playing Space in Miami. It's probably my favourite club in the world. And when you get to about 11 o'clock in the morning, you just get this opportunity to play grooves. And nothing has to really stand out. It all just has to kind of blend together in this soundscape that goes on to about four in the afternoon. And I, I love playing there. And it's getting to that point where you know, right, it's ready to push that button. And then you just bring it on. So, yeah, more of the same, more tribal productions, please. That would be awesome. Touring Radio. United as one. So it's an almost but impossible thing to do, but you're going to select a track that's non-house, that's funk, soul, anything of that era. What's it going to be? So the mad thing is about me and my music collection. I've got like over 100,000 pieces of vinyl collected from wow. 1968 to at least 2008, 2009 of vinyl. And in there is an album by D.D. Bridgewater and his track's called Lonely Disco Dancer. It's oh, one of sure. the most perfect records ever made from this era, and she sings it absolutely beautifully. You know, almost brings a tear to your eye. Amazing. Thanks, Carl. This is Dee Dee Bridgewater.
Courses online at soulroomacademy.com. We got your back. Lock, lock, lock. Night in the mix. This is Soulroom Radio.
So in the background, that's Universal Robot Band with Barely Breaking Even. And I think if one man for me personifies soul, that's Leroy Burgess. I would love to hear that record being played at the garage. Is that something you ever managed to get to? Did you ever manage to get to the Paradise Garage yourself, Carl? Is that a, a pilgrimage you managed to make? Or I was too young and too skint. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. To, to, make, to make that journey. It was impossible. The amount of money and what I was doing in the UK didn't allow me to go overseas in any way, shape or form at that time. Sure. I could only hear, you know, like WBLS radio station from New York, you know, do yep. recording sets from the Paradise Garage and Studio 54, uh, the Tunnel Club uh, vinyl, all of these clubs at the time that was going along. It was from afar. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get there. I think I was just a little bit too young to be there. And can you imagine, right? You know, this young black guy from South London goes to Studio 54. What am I doing there? Yeah, <laughs> All of Paradise Barrage. They'll be like looking at me now. Um, okay. Yeah. But the music, man, I think the music would just carry you. I mean, I would, uh, yeah, I would give my right right arm to just go back for one night. But we had a lot going on in this country. There were some great clubs. I mean, it wasn't all about that. The focus wasn't there. You know, where were you going in that area? What were the clubs that influenced you and your sound around that era? So for me, I mean, I was kind of going to a lot of the clubs you know, when I was 16, 17 years old. I used to go to a club called Pearly Tiffany's on a Friday night. I used to go to a club called Scamps, which was in Sutton on a Tuesday night. Right. Uh, I used to go to the 100 Club in Oxford Street on Saturday mornings. On Friday afternoons, I used to go to a club in Wardour Street called Crackers. By Crackers George Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The late Paul Trouble Anderson used to play there. And uh, Swan and Sugarloaf, you know, any any event that uh, Nicky Holloway would put on at back in the day at that time, I would follow him. Um, I used to go to Flicks in Dartford. I used to go to Stage 3 in, uh, I think it was just outside of Gravesend. I could hear Crystal play. I went everywhere. I mean, me and my mates in my cars, which nine times out of ten used to break down, catch fire or get stolen. That was our that was our evening. That <laughs> <laughs> added a little bit more spice to it. If you didn't know if you're gonna actually get there, you know, that that add, added to the whole experience. So before we chat a little bit about your brand new biography, which is amazing, by the way, that's oh yes, oh yes. Let's take things back to 1992 with this absolute classic from Mass Order. One of my favourite records of all time. This is Lift Every Voice. This is Tour Radio.
Mass Order with Lift Every Voice. That's my choice. Absolutely love that. One of my favourite records of all time. Just gets better and better. The soul oozes out of that record. So you're locked into Tour Radio with me, Mark Knight, and I'm joined on the show by the legend that is Carl Cox as we celebrate our 600 episode of Tour Radio. I just want to say a big congratulations. Brand new autobiography. Oh, yes, oh, yes. What inspired you to put pen to paper? Can you tell us and share the story of that? Well, you know, I mean, this book was actually done before the pandemic, so it wasn't like a reaction from the pandemic. I was like, well, I'm going to write a book. It was something that I was going to do quite a few years before in the sense of my journey of life, you know, where I've ended up, you know, family tragedies, friends that I've lost over the years, new friends that I've met nowadays and and the music has been the, the kind of like the bench for me to live from and what's got me through everything. And it's a 40 year story. And sure. a 40 year story wasn't about where we are now with the technology and, and you know, Facebook, YouTube, all this sort of stuff. Back in the day, we had none of that. And we really, really had to go out and earn a crust. You know, I'm, I'm a self-employed, young self-employed DJ. Mm. I had no gigs to begin with and had to work for every single thing to get to where I am today. And this story hasn't really been told of the journey of all of that. Yeah, and in sure. between it all, I've always been, been, been an aspiring, you know, drag racer. And yeah. not, not a lot of people know about my motorsports uh, efforts as well. And, and that's always been a strain of my life as well, with, you know, having old cars that break down all the time and catch fire or being stolen and you know, street racing and all. It's all Brilliant. in the book and it's quite, I think it's quite an endearing story because I think a lot of people can relate to how I grew up, especially in the late 60s and the 70s. You know, us being the only black family in the, in, in the street, my sisters growing up as well, and, and the music that my dad was playing that influenced my sound as well, of who I am because I was exposed to his music. All of this story, but it's kind of hard to sit you down and to take you through my inevitable journey in life based on the music. So a lot of people today go, oh yeah, I know Cole Cox. He plays a space in Ibiza and that's it. (laughs) They don't realize that I've been around playing funk, soul music, jazz funk, and a hip hop, you know, early house, swing beat, all of the journey of all of that music. My friends growing up, and hitting the dance floor. I, I used to be a dancer before I was a DJ. I used to roller skate, I used to skateboard. I did, I did all, everything you can think of about growing up in the in the 70s, 80s, into the 90s. It's all in the book. I, I mean, there's some stories in there where I'm thinking, should I put that in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so cool though that that you know it's it's real. It's it really has integrity. It really has a story. So, yeah, people go and check out the book. It sounds amazing. I've just got a copy of it. I'm going on holiday in a couple of weeks. Cannot wait to get stuck into it. Uh, but before we talk more on the '80s, which we could go on about forever and ever, this is your track that you have selected as your all-time favorite classic dance record. And wow, what a pick! This is Joey Belgium with Energy Flash. Bye. 
Now that is a throwback, taking me back to the 90s. That's Joey Belcher with the Energy Flash. I've got a bit of a funny story with this one. My friend and myself used to go to work every single day on the building site and we used to borrow my mum's friend's car and it had a tape deck back in the day and it had Energy Flash stuck in it. So we literally couldn't eject it. The only thing we could listen to for two years going backwards and forwards to work with Energy Flash. So I certainly know that record inside out. Of course, released on RS Records back in 1990. What a classic. It's me, Mark Knight, here on Tour and Radio with the main man himself, Carl Cox. And you mentioned the 80s there. I mean, for me, I mean, I'm obsessed with the 80s and the, the roots of dance music. I think I'm probably still stuck in 1986 now. I've never really moved on as a kid. I mean, musically, that's always my point of reference. I think it's the golden era of music in general. What were you listening to in the 80s and what kind of joined the dots from that era to house music? What were the transitional records or or artists that go, hang on a minute, I, I, I sort of, I'm listening to that now, I'm listening to early house music and these two things make sense. Where's the roots of that with you? I mean, it was a definite progression from disco music. So I was always into that drive of disco music out the late 70s. And then into the 80s, you know, you had the you know, disco music and funk and soul music. And then into the funk and soul music at the hip hop era, coming in using funk music to make the beats for hip hop. So it was kind of like a mismatch, a lot of stuff that was going on. As soon as I got a 4 4 beat come back, and then for me, that is where I felt that there's something really bubbling under. So sure. something like uh, Wally Jump Jr. jump back. Yeah, Nothing yeah. going on but the red. Um, Shannon, let the music play. There's, there's yeah. so many great records that had that like 4 4 drive electronic with soul vocals. I yeah. was all over it. There's a track called uh, Say I'm Your Number One by Princess. Oh, what a tune. Uh, that's got a hit of warm. I mean, I mean, you listen to that record today, it is phenomenal. It still sounds great. People see me as a hard techno DJ, but Hanging on the Strings got nothing to do with hard techno. It's got everything to do with musicality. And Absolutely. Soul. And that's how I grew up. And then eventually, with like early house music and, and early garage sound, and then into the Detroit techno sound, well, it was 86, 87 for me. And the record that really changed it for me was the track to Jack by Chippy. As soon as I yep. heard that, dun, 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 time to Jack, I was in. That, yeah, you were sold. Right there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I used to clear dance floors with that record. I'm just like, hang on, sorry. You may, maybe even the dance floor now, but I'm guaranteeing Bear with you're me. You're going to be coming back. Yeah. <laughs> So, talking of record boxes, this far forward now to where we're at now, is there anything in your sets, having come back with touring again, are there any records that you've consistently played that are not get-out-of-jail cards, but records that never really tire, that you think, I'm always going to program this in my set because I know it's a winner and it's a little bit understated and I can get away with playing it. What are those records for you? There's a record that, that came out in 88-89. There's a new version of it done by, by Preso. He kind of updated the record a little bit, just give it a bit more kind of like today's kind of stop and sound. And it's by 33 and a third queen called Searching. And this record, when I first started playing it, was like, I've got to share this record. I've got to play this record. And it turned into a Cole Cox classic tune. And then I left it for a few years. And then Preso did a new version of it, sent it back to me. And now it's updated with the same pump and energy. Brilliant. And I absolutely love it. I think this record is still kind of missed by a lot of people. But when they hear it, they're just inside the groove of it. And I love to drive with it. So that's always, always, always in my record. Love that. Right, let's check it out right now. Tool room. United as one. 
production courses online at sawroomacademy.com
that's my track in the pocket come out in 2016 five years old already wow as does the time go I've hammered that record and do you know what the reason I've hammered that record it was never massive when it came out but it's bubbled under and in some ways that's good because it never got worn out that record that's my pick there love that record if you hear me DJ out you'll definitely hear that one that's in the pocket So I'm Mark Knight and you're listening to Touring Radio and we're joined by none other than dance legend Carl Cox on the show. And Touring is back. And how did you readjust to that? I mean, it was a long time off. We had a big break. Did you enjoy it? Was it easy to just segue back into it or was it an upheaval? What was your thoughts on about returning to Touring? Well, you know what? For 30 years, Mark, I have not stopped. Mm. Since 1988, 89, the present day, I have not stopped. The only thing that stopped me is a pandemic and this this situation with COVID-19. Of course, as a self-employed DJ, if there's no DJ and there's no events to do, there's no work, there's no money coming in. Lucky enough, I managed to put some money away for a rainy day. I didn't put enough money away for a pandemic. Yeah, sure. No one does, yeah. I do at least four to five events over the course of the weekend. And to have that, to nothing eventually is a very humbling experience because it didn't didn't just only happen to me it happened to everybody yeah every single person and for me being in, in the time of my life or where i was at the moment it, it was like a steam train every year my years planned out by what i wanted to do and where i needed to be as far as i was concerned as a self-employed touring dj so i just sat back and was i kind of took it as a bit of a holiday for my brain for my for my soul, for my family, and my friends around me to spend more time with everybody. But it was hard to do that when you're locked down in Melbourne for like six months to begin with, with yeah. without contact with anybody. And unfortunately, throughout all of that, my father also passed away. That's so it was a very difficult time in every in every essence with everything of which you know things like this, like what we're doing now, being on Zoom, really helped me to connect with my family and friends. And, and not only that, I, I ended up doing 52 live shows recorded cabin fever and vinyl sessions. And a lot of people haven't in the last 25 years seen me put a needle on the record. So I thought that this was a really great opportunity nice, yeah, yeah. to just get my, load, yeah. get my phone and to show people that this record I'm playing is where I came from. And to give people the history of who I am. I could have gone on online and just did, you know, the latest and greatest and the track yeah, I did yeah. yesterday and that one. I've been doing that. What people didn't know is that that record like DG Bridgewater for instance The Loaded Disco Dancer for me is one of the most amazing records ever made and people can see me put a lead on the record and they can see the emotion of what, what it creates is what people I believe would like to see. So I for carried sure. on. At first I thought I'd just do these, these shows three or four weeks we'll get back into it we're done. And then it went into week five six, yeah. seven. I thought, you know what, I better start having a bit of a shame. And <laughs> Making an effort. <laughs> Put a bit of an effort into it because I had my slippers on. I had some old Adidas shorts and, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's nice though, man. Like you said, it showed a different side to your personality and it shows, exposes the real you, which people ultimately want to know. Do you know what I mean? They, they want to know more than Carl Cox plays at space. And that's it's such a lovely thing to do. I mean, I watched a load of them. 
absolutely brilliant and just jogged my memory on a load of bits. Oh my God, yeah. Shazam, yeah, I must put that back in the playlist. What a tune that is. So yeah, congratulations and thank you for doing that. It was a really, really cool thing to do and it's, you know, it's uh, it takes effort and energy to do, but it shows the passion and the, and the integrity of what you're about. So it's Mark Knight here on Torn Radio and we're celebrating our 600th episode and I'm joined by the living legend that is Mr. Carl Cox. And as it's our 600th episode, we're going to go back and ask people to, or ask yourself, to pick out your favourite tour room track. Is there anything that, that's influenced you or you played on a regular that you could share with us? Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, if you play a tour room as a, as a label and yourself, I put out a million records. It's really hard to choose one because they've all got a, a great essence or something that attracts me to to your music and, uh, and, the, and the artists that you sign. Um, you. But, you know, Dolly, John Goyism, I just think it's one of those weird, quirky, bass-heavy, pounding tracks, which is not pounding, but it, it's in your face. It's just, it, what do you call that? It's not tech house, it's not techno, it's not new future beats. It's just a great release. And and that's what I'm, I kind of really enjoy from your musical output on your label. Um, it makes it one of my favorite records. Amazing, this shit is out, this is Dolly and Drongoism.
Wow, what an amazing pit from Carl there. Some proper crate digging going on. Great to hear that record again. That's a bona fide tour room classic. Taking us back to 2013 on the label. That's Dawley with Drongoism. This is Tourum Radio. Okay, so I'm Mark Knight, and I'm joining me on the 600th episode of Tourum Radio is Carl Cox. And Carl, what's the aspirations for 2022? I mean, 2021's been a bit up in the air. It's been like, well, let's just see where the dust settles. Let's see what happens. And what's the plans and aspirations for 2022? Well, I reckon 2022 will be better and 2023 is where we'll get back. I, I tend to agree. That. It's a no-brainer for me. We all just muck in and we do what's right to look after ourselves and people around us so that we can get back to some degree of normality. But that's the evolution of life and that's where we're at right now. So, um, yeah, we can't let it beat us. Carl, can I ask you to select something that's... It's the perfect gig and it's time to play a classic track. What would you draw for? For me, the classic track that I'm kind of known for playing quite a lot of the time is a track by the Round Table Nights or Calypso. What a tune. And, and this tune, because of my family Barbadian roots, all you can hear is still drums. Yeah, so right. That's what I like playing this record. Amazing. Look, great to hear this again. I haven't heard this one for a long time. In fact, we were talking about this one off air. We're like, oh my God, we better find out if this record's out of a deal. We're going to go pick it up. What a great prompt. Thank you, Carl, for that. And look, thank you so much for taking the time to, to be with us on our 600 show. I can't tell you how much you've inspired me throughout my career. I mean, you know, that I, that's a whole, have a whole conversation. But thank you so much, mate, for everything you've done and, and, um, and continue to do. And good luck for everything in the future. And thanks for being with us on the 600 show. Big up yourself, Mr. Carl Cox. Thank you, Mark. It was an absolute pleasure to be on board.
listen back to the show and catch any missed episodes on Apple Music, Spotify and Deezer. Touring Radio. United as one. In the background, that's the man with the red face. Of course, did that one with Funk Agenda. That's a closing record in my sets pretty much every week. If I get asked for that record once, I'd probably get asked for it a thousand times. If I didn't play it, I think people would literally stone me at my gigs. But I love playing it to this day. That man with the red face. 
So I just wanted to say a massive thank you to Carl Cox for joining us on the show, the 600th episode of Tour Room Radio. What a way to celebrate this milestone. Thanks, Carl, for taking the time out and letting us look inside your record box and reliving some incredible, incredible memories. And of course, if you want to know more about Carl, some of that inside information, some of the stuff that you've probably never heard, please do check out his biography. Oh, yes, oh, yes, it's an amazing read. But don't go anywhere. We've got a very special guest miss coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. It's the sound of Tour Room Radio. Tour Room Radio. You've been part of Tour Room's family. Tour Room Radio. Stay locked.